Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode. I hope you have had just a great last week. And as we get into a new week here, we kind of set it aside as a a pretty cool thing where not only do we have Veterans Day coming up this weekend, um, I think it's this coming Friday, but this week we also have an election going on. And so here in the state of Michigan, we have our governor election going on in addition to some proposals, in addition to some other local elections. And as a, a week of elections, there tends to be a collective sense of kind of expectancy, waiting to understand who's going to come to power and are they going to make wise decisions on our behalf? And that's a very valid concern. That's a very real question that we have. But I want to ask a question, however Tuesday shakes out, what's going to change? In your day-to-day life, are there actually going to be shifts due to what happens on Tuesday? Now, in some of our stories, yes, there might actually be shifts, depending on how some proposals go, depending on how some things shake out in our local elections, there will be some shifts. But for many of us, our day-to-day is not going to be actually affected at the micro level. And to that end, I want to give some calm reassurance. I'm thankful we live in a country where every pivot we make isn't kind of bringing us to the brink of disaster, although some people do treat every pivot that way. But what I want to point out, yes, vote on Tuesday. Voting is so important. It's huge. It's a right. It's a privilege. But what I'm wondering is, does our responsibility day-to-day actually change based on Tuesday's results? Do we get to give a collective sigh of relief if A is in power or A passes? Do we get to give a, a sigh of disgruntled despondency if B is elected or if B passes? Does our day to day actually change? But I'm not saying that in a despairing way. What I'm actually saying that for is in a self-agency way. Either way, regardless of what shakes out on Tuesday, we are not off the hook with our personal responsibilities to live in a democracy. We have work to do, my friends. Regardless of how Tuesday shakes out, there is so much to do. I was listening to a podcast this weekend and they were talking about, you know, the analogy of if you build a house at the top of a mountain or at the top of a hill, every day when you walk home, it's going to be uphill. It's going to take a lot of work. What I worry about is that we have a country that has so much capability, it has so much potential, it's at the top of a hill, metaphorically speaking, and a lot of us are just kind of apathetic. We're kind of just complacent. We kind of don't care. We don't understand that it takes hard work to make a democracy work and that an election does not give us permission to just take a break. Elections do not give us permission to just say, okay, so-and-so's in power, they can handle it now. We all have a right and a responsibility to advocate for our country much better than we do right now. And I can't say that in a universal way because some people are great advocates. Some people are out there moving mountains on behalf of their communities. And I applaud you and I thank you for that. But so many of us have abdicated personal responsibility and it is staggering. Freedom literally means responsibility or it will not remain. It can't remain. And responsibility means every one of us are doing our part to make sure that things are moving in the direction of positive. 
And and we look around and we're like, well, so-and-so is not doing it. Why should I? If so-and-so is just, you know, staying at home or they're just living off the generosity of others or they're not playing their part, why should I have to? Because you have to. Because you're capable. Because what we have here is a privilege. Not a right, it's a privilege. And every one of us has responsibility with the privilege that we've been given here. So who cares if other people aren't participating? What I'm wondering about is why aren't you participating? If I'm sitting here in complacency, why am I not participating? I say this with such love and I say this with awe of what it looks like when a voice is committed to change what they can actually accomplish. So where are you and where am I? How are you contributing and how am I contributing? And why do we think an election is going to pivot our country in any particular direction if we abdicate our personal responsibility in it? I was uh, in my devotions this morning. I was reading through the story of Nehemiah. So Nehemiah, after the captives leave Babylon and they come back to Jerusalem, the goal is to rebuild the temple. He notices, though, that the city's not fortified. And so he sees that gap and he's like, okay, I'm going to be in charge of that. And he asked God for special permission. God, can I be in charge of that? And then if you go through, I was in Nehemiah 3 this morning. If you go into Nehemiah 3, so he has this idea of what needs to happen. And it takes legions of people to come alongside of him and make it happen. It takes every family. It takes every part of the community to sit there and help rebuild the wall. I'm sorry, not sit there because that wasn't at all. That's inaction. But to get up and roll up their sleeves and rebuild and rebuild and rebuild and rebuild. And they did it in 52 days. 52 days they fortified their city because they had a collective goal. Because no one said like, oh, well, I I don't really think that's my responsibility. Or, ooh, that seems really hard. Or what if someone at the top does it for us? That certainly would be more helpful. Why is our voice being used for complaining and not for action? If we're so disgruntled with how things are going, why are we not looking at our part in it? If we see a gap, why do we not think that we have a responsibility to at least contemplate what does it look like for us to fill it? We as a country have so many fissures showing up right now. And we look to our left and we look to our right and we're like, well, why isn't anybody doing anything? And my question is, why aren't you? Whatever your contribution is, are you giving it right now? Whatever your talents are, whatever your gifts are, whatever your capabilities are, are you using it for the collective good? Or are you looking to your left wondering why they're not moving and you're looking to your right wondering why they're not moving and so you shrug and you say, okay, our complicity is all around us. The breakdown of what we're seeing is holding hands with complacency, with abdication of responsibility. And if we do not like what we're seeing, we have the permission to get up and get to work. Buckle up and take something on. Will it be hard? Of course. Change is hard. Sacrifice is hard. But why do we think everything's supposed to be comfortable? When have you gotten something in life that you fought tooth and nail for and you're like, oh, that was too hard? No, we value the things that we fight for. Could I fail? Maybe, but not really. Because if you're out there trying and learning as you go, that's not failure. That's living life and congratulations because not a lot of people are willing to do it. Could you get hurt? Possibly. But surround yourself well with other people that are fighting for living out their values too. Surround yourselves well with like-minded people. And you might get hurt, but you're not going to be alone in that. You're going to have company. You're going to have other people who draw the sword with you and go out and fight. At some point, we have got to get fed up with tyranny of the minority. It is rampant. It is everywhere. It is deceptively loud. But the complicity of, let's say, 200 million people sitting there looking to their neighbor and saying, oh, when are they going to do something? Friends, we are part of the problem. 
That is a really concerning thing. We can each play a part in riding the ship if we see it being veered off course. But you do not let the person in office pivot your level of accountability with your life. You do not push the gas or push the brakes depending on what's going on at the national level. Look all around you in your communities and you should not be pushing the brakes much at all because there's a lot of stuff that we can be doing. Our level of responsibility does not change depending on who's in office. A collective sigh of relief on Tuesday does not mean that the work is done. A frustration with how things turn out Tuesday, I'm sorry if that's the case, it doesn't absolve your responsibility either way. We are not off the hook and we have work to do. There is so much you can be doing in your local communities to take care of and love people well who go without, to invite people into community, to initiate resources that others might need access to, to just see the humanity all around you of people who are struggling. You have a part in this. You have a place in this. You can be an agent for change. Every one of us can be. I loved this the other week when I was listening to, I think it was Jordan Peterson's podcast, and he was having a conversation with a Muslim man, and they're having just a fantastic dialogue back and forth. And they're both agreeing to the fact that everything we do has a cosmic effect. And maybe you think this is hokey, and maybe as I say it, I lose some of you here. But I want to encourage you to think about that. Every little action that we do has an effect far beyond our little world. It has a huge effect outside of just my little microcosm. So when I tilt the world toward good by going out and fighting a good fight and using my talents to bring health and healing to people, I am tipping the scales in the favor of good and I am doing that at a much greater level than just sitting in my condo doing a podcast. I am rolling up my sleeves saying to people, hey, let's do this together. If I do some good and you do some good and this person does some good, And we can start tilting things at a universal level, at a collective level, at a community level, at a home level. If we start working towards common good, imagine what that does to tip the world in our favor. And I believe that is possible. I believe we are invited into that. But when complacency shows up and we kind of shrug our shoulders and we say, ooh, wrong person got elected, I'll vote again in a couple years. Or whew, right person got elected, now we're fine. That is lunacy. That is abdication of responsibility. And every one of us is going to have to account for that at some point. We have this beautiful gift of a democracy. We have this beautiful gift where our voice actually carries some weight. That is not the collective. There are so many people who are voiceless and we are not. How are we using it? If it's to get behind our keyboards and spew some vitriol at people, try again. That's not going to do much, my friends. What are we doing with our actions between elections to demonstrate the value of what we have here? If we are waiting for someone in power to give us permission to right this ship, it's not going to work. We have been given voice. We have been given power. We have been given influence. And my friends, we have a responsibility. And I can't tell you what that means in your life. I know what it means in my life. I know the spaces I'm called into and I know the openness I have if other opportunities come my way. But regardless of how Tuesday goes, do not celebrate as though the work is done. Do not despair as though the fight is over. There is always something we can be doing because we have complicity in this. We have responsibility with this. We have opportunity with this. And I really hope we don't let that message pass us by. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.